Hello, people of the internet. My name's Isaiah. And my name is Matt. And welcome to episode 94 of what of show? The Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Hell if yeah. If we had editing, we'd put in like a, a an applause track right now. But I, um, I can throw that in, but I'm too lazy. I could, but yeah, I'm too lazy. Yeah, you're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm too lazy. No. Bare minimum. Just imagine it. Our viewers are so imaginative. They're like thinking about it right now. Thunderous Wait, applause drowning out our voices. What's not the bare minimum is the fact that we're almost at 100 episodes, 100 hours of our bullshit on the internet. Can you imagine that? More than 100. Yeah, true. Some episodes, some episodes our, were longer. I think our first episode was like two hours. Why did we do that? Our second episode was two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no, no idea, idea why we did that. It's just the we conversation went the on and on. Yeah. 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 It's fine. But, I wouldn't recommend anybody listening to it. <laughs> our podcast but also just that episode i i genuinely think starting with like four or five onwards is actually peak <laughs> yeah 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 totally we had a pretty funny bit to start the episode in episode four i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't remember last fair, week it was almost two years ago <laughs> yeah true so we're gonna hit 100 episodes very soon which is crazy start listing and start taking notes and then being like absolutely don't not don't listen to your own fucking shit buddy <laughs> true but, i would just like how, how, does, how does it I feel when there's 100 hours of us on the spot in the cyberspace like, i don't know I, i've come to the like conclusion lately that like and i think we talked about this before like being fi- like internet famous versus being internet anonymous and like being internet anonymous is so much better hell yeah brother Obvious- Obviously not like monetarily, because like there's money to be made. But like I don't know, if you're not super fucking famous, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's the classic case of if the mildly ignorant podcast is dropped into the cyberspace, does it make a sound? Not really, because no, no one's listening. <laughs> exactly. I'm kidding. We have a few people that listen. That's what matters, huh? Totally. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we have a jam-packed episode today, so let's hop right into it with our <laughs> first topic. Matt, bring yeah. it up. Okay. So, Your second season. Um, yeah, the second season of Heartstopper came out. Because last time we good. talked about it's this, we got views, so I, that's why I want to bring it up again. <laughs> I mean, you you just asked me right before we started why I wasn't going to talk about it. And like, I feel like there's not as much to talk about as the first season because it's just kind of more of the same like you could only come out once <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the show no, is shit like, you're saying the show is shit like, no it's just a continuation of the story so like once you like i don't know it could have been like a one season show and like the it would have been perfect but like i'm glad they kept it going because it follows the the comics and there's like additional content of like the side characters who weren't predominantly featured in the comic comics they get like their own b plot yeah and it is actually really cute because the whole gang ends up like the focus of season two is their, their like paris trip the and whole gang. um there's a focus on like one of the characters who was written into the show um i think the guy originally po- uh, posted he originally uh auditioned for the role of uh charlie the main character but he like didn't get it and the uh author alice oseman really just liked this guy so she wrote him in as like charlie's love interest who like he is in love with at the very beginning of this the show who like treats him like shit and like he kind of goes away in the the books but then in the show he he's like a recurring character and there's a lot more focus on like him kind of just being an asshole and like hit what he's going through literally every character goes through like their own like story from start to finish in in season two like each character has their own story arc it's it's cute and it's well done and it but it's just more of the same like if you've seen season two or season one and you liked it then watch season two but like it's nothing I don't know. It's not as grand as the first season because the first season was all like, oh, like, will they, won't they? It's cute. Like, young, like, oh, like, is Nick 
gay or bi or like what's going on but like in the second season it's just kind of establishing those relationships and like kind of figuring out what it's like to be queer when you're like a teenager and you're still in high school Mm. but it's still wholesome and still so cute and like it it is great yeah it's just that it's impossible for it to recatch the like yeah the impact of the first season had which, exactly. I mean, but I will say that like the character arcs that everybody goes through are a lot more like mature. Like Charlie, the main character, has an eating disorder and like it is kind of briefly mentioned in the first two books, but like it's kind of the focus of the third and fourth books is like he's in and out of therapy and like he goes to like rehab for an eating disorder and then then one of the new story arcs is one of the lesbian girls. Um, she's like not out to her mom and she gets kicked out. And then like all, all the other kids are like, well, where the hell is she? Like what's going on? And her girlfriend's like, I don't know. Like I've never like, she doesn't talk to me about like her home life and stuff like this. And it's stuff that like very much happens to young queer kids. So it is really fucking awesome. And like another character comes out as asexual. So he kind of navigates what it's like to like have a crush, but not really be like sexually interested in someone. And and then like comes to terms with, you know, not ever wanting to be in a relationship or like he comes to terms with his asexuality. And it's just like things like that. And it's it's so sweet. It's so important to tell these stories. And the fact that, like, you, you when you watch something like Heartstopper and then you hear about these countries like like Saudi Arabia or anywhere else where, like, like Russia, where being gay and being queer is, like, banned and it's, like, talked about and, like, homosexuality is a sin. But, like, when you see these young kids just, like, literally just living their lives and being their authentic selves like how can you hate so much like how can you think that when you see what these people go through and it's like it it could be your kid it could be my kid like it could be anybody going through these things and like these stories do happen and that's the thing it's like it it's just a very like yelling and screaming but doing it in such a way that is so like nuanced right like there's so much hate towards queer people especially with like the hate especially the hatred towards trans people lately uh and it's like uh how can you feel this way if you see these stories like anybody watching this like you sympathize with these characters you get to know them you see what they go through and like how can you feel any kind of anything but like love and support and like how can you not like wish them like well and you hope things turn out for them so it's very much like an eye-opening very like intro level to queer queerhood like not just like gay but gay bi trans um asexual people like literally the whole rainbow is like represented in this show in one way or another and it's so sweet to watch and it's in such a way that like you like how can you hate these people how can you hate like gay people or how can you hate lesbians when you see just these kids who have a crush and they just you know they fall in love with their best friend and that's my tangent i'm kind of (laughs) done i was gonna ask this uh because you're saying like people like yeah the people that fucking hate on gays for no reason well there's reasons but not valid reasons but uh anyways like i remember last season we had on the flip side of that you had people that you know tried to be so righteous that they became evil in their own right and like docked that kid didn't they (laughs) twitter yeah yeah well exactly <laughs> made it's that like, guy come out <laughs> yeah he wasn't comfortable with it it's really funny that that happened it's unfortunate that it happened because the the character who plays nick one of the main characters uh he kit connor he himself was kind of like outed as bisexual because his fans wouldn't fucking leave him alone right because yeah just because you play a que- queer character on tv like oh are you queer it's like who's policing this shit but also <laughs> yeah. Like, it's funny that that happened because in the first episode of season two, I think it's like the last couple minutes, um, Charlie has a conversation with his sister about like protecting Nick because Charlie's backstory was like he was really bullied and that's why he has like an eating disorder and that's why he has like anxiety and, and 
goes through what he does, but he kind of has this little monologue to his sister about like, I'm not going to let, you know, what happened to me happen to Nick. Like I want him, like, I want to protect him and I'm, it's going to be perfect. And it's like, newsflash it doesn't it's not perfect but it's just very much i feel like that was written in as like a yeah as like a fuck you to the fans type of thing of like oh and you just you just know that those people on twitter think that it's not directed towards them too oh of course because not. they're in their they, they, they're living for it they're like oh my god like they're so sweet and meanwhile <laughs> they they're like they, harassing the cast yeah, yeah they don't realize the consequence of their actions but, that, but has I mean, that happened this season yet i haven't seen anything on twitter about people acting no, crazy no i don't think so I think because the like you said it like wasn't a huge like like it didn't take the the world by storm like the first season so exactly. I don't think yeah I don't think there's going to be anything crazy like that that happens which is for the but better I, I guess like so much of queer hate is disguised as like sexual right and it's like mm-hmm. this series in general is just a really good show of like s- separate the sexual like the sexual element of queer because it that does exist. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like, you know, there isn't a sexual element to being queer, but like they're, they're all just human. They're all just kids. They're figuring things out. They're going through, you know, like puberty and falling in love with their friends. Like that's, it happens. It shows just really wholesome relationships of like, Hey, this could, you know, this could be what queer kids go through. There's a lot of, this is what queer kids go through. Like I said, like a kid getting kicked out and, and, uh, uh, Nick's brother so this is the the bi kid his brother is like an asshole and like he's like oh it's finally nice to meet you Charlie the kid who turned my brother gay and it's just like no like that's that's not how it works and this kind of addresses that it's just it's a very good like everything you hear about queer people but done in such a nuanced way of like it's like palatable for literally anybody like mm-hmm. i would show it in a queer studies class like because you can't <laughs> yeah anyway well, yeah but it's not it's not new anymore right it's season yeah. two so people aren't as excited about it that's that yeah it's probably what's happening that's mass yeah. review i guess of Heartstopper season two <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't watch it so i can't say anything about it <laughs> But I'll take your word for it. I'm sure you should watch it because it's cute. You would just cringe. It's emotions. (laughs) You don't like that. Not cringing because there's gay people on my screen. Let's clarify that. (laughs) No, (laughs) just you're cringing because they're all showing emotion. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But anyways, like that's the thing. It's like you don't need to be gay to watch it and enjoy it. It's just it's cute. It's sweet, and it's what people are going through. It's what kids are going through. Mm Hmm. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the point of. A show like that is to normalize. Exactly. 100%. It, so like, you know, at the end because of the day, anyone should, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> anyone should enjoy it if it's like, it's a normal part of society. So everyone should be able to enjoy it. Also, like, it's a very nice, like, like I said, taking the sexuality out of it. Like it's because most shows geared towards kids are like weirdly sexual. Like just look at Euphoria for an example. I've is never that seen geared it, towards like, kids. <laughs> I mean, like teens, not kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you know what? Like young adults. Yeah. Like a Heartstopper is considered like young adult, but like. What was that show that people are memeing Tom Holland about playing the gay guy? Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. know. What I was gonna say. But yeah. What else is going on in the world, Isaiah? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I was, I'm gonna hit you with the transition here. Speaking of TV shows and movies, oh, there we go, and That's a good one. evil of season twos. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. okay. In evil corporations, I'm hitting you with a topic you're not prepared for, because uh, <laughs> I just th- thought of it now. Um, Disney, our favorite company in the world, that is oh so innocent and bullshit. Great. Uh, has announced uh, that they will no longer be selling physical copies of any movie or TV show that they release from now on in Australia, Latin America, and Asia. So the age, we're truly in the age of you do not own what you buy, and we are now fully set on piracy becoming (laughs) the biggest thing. I mean, okay, yeah, you... (sighs) 
you don't own what you buy and pay for. Yeah. So like, is it really pirating then? Because like, yeah. So I'm sure other companies will follow suit. So obviously they're all doing this because they want you to use their like uh, streaming service, obviously, yeah. which means you don't own what you're buying, what you're subscribing for. Right. You don't- which, by the way, just a little addendum. Disney is increasing the price of Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. While the fucking actors and writers are on strike. Yeah, same with Hulu. Hulu's going up like all the way to fucking $18. I saw like, holy shit. That's like, what? $18 for streaming service. Nobody's fucking going (laughs) to pay for that. And like, I'll take a quote directly from our Lord and Savior, Gabe Newell. He says it best, I think, that, you know, Steam has been very, very open about like, piracy and like how to address it and he said it himself like piracy is a ser- is a service issue the reason why people pirate is because they're not getting a proper service right yeah like people need to jump through hoops have to jump through tons of sh- bullshit to get their favorite tv show on a streaming service but you can just pirate it and you may not have a physical copy but at least you'll have it safely stored on a local hard drive yeah. you know that's not linked to the internet or anything like that so that a company can't come around and wipe it from you you know yeah, not even like wipe it from you, but just like completely erase it out of existence for fucking tax benefits. Yeah, exactly. So like, and this- I think these companies forget that like streaming services only became popular because they were like a little bit more efficient than just pirating the media in the first place. Exactly. That's why. That's why Gabe Newell says it's a service issue, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Service, streaming overtook pirating pirating was down in the last 10 years because it was easy you know people are willing to pay if it's an easy service that gives us the tv yep. shows right away but now there's so many there's so many services on the market that people are competing for you have to pay like out the wazoo to get you know five different streaming services just to get the shows you want to watch and then mm-hmm. you have to jump through a bunch of other hoops so it's funny it's it's it's, it's back on the rise now piracy is back on the rise i mean yep not that we condone it we are legal uh we do not commit those illegal crimes totally. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But Please don't pirate I just people. Think, <laughs> I think it's so funny how like streaming only became popular because like cable TV, everything was like on a few channels and then all these packages came out and like everything was so far distributed from each other. Like if you just wanted to like, you know, like everything was on whatever hbo but now there's a streaming service for literally everything like you could probably name off 10 in like quick succession but now this like cable tv like that happened with cable tv and now it's happening with streaming services so like what's going to happen next but the things like people are paying more and people are like suffering more this time around than when everybody left cable you know what i mean yeah it's it's even less efficient it's like the system is watered down it's a watered down version of what we had before and like half the time it doesn't even work properly like people no like you notice especially on like netflix now you have to pay out the wazoo to get like 4k hd and even and even then like the the bit rates all messed up because they're like they have terrible like connection like it's not just I mean, you can tell like it's very grainy when you watch it. Like you don't get yeah. the stuff you, you pay for. Quality. Yeah, exactly. In HD, so like it's. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh I'm a DVD freak. Like I collect all the DVDs of shows. Like some people like collectors do. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I do that. But like it's sad <laughs> seeing that companies are starting to stop doing this because it's truly the end of you owning, you know. Yeah. These sorts of things and video games are going down that same path too, right? Where. Even oh, single player games, games. Are long down that path. Yeah, single player games have to be on. You have to be connected just to play a single player game now because you have to be on the server so they can wipe it, like take it from you whenever they need to. Yeah, <laughs> like you just you just don't own anything you play or watch anymore in the entertainment industry. Basically, yeah, it's, it's not. So it's it's sad to see it like that, but it is what it is, and I'm sure it it's going to come to America and Europe soon. It's just starting oh, yeah. with those continents, but. It's it's bound to happen probably in the next actually, few years. It's actually terrifying, especially like I remember when HBO canceled a bunch of shows uh, like that were because like, wait, who bought Cartoon Network? Mm, I don't know. Who bought CN? 
basically it was whoever owned like the cartoon network they they bought it out and then they like just slashed a bunch of shows and like the creators of these shows like went on twitter and were like holy shit like this the show was what i worked on for 15 years like even before it became like because these things start as like passion projects right like uh i know for a fact um like gravity falls which was a disney show uh the creator was very like not vocal but very like very passionate about his work and i think he had a tumblr where he would like blog about it and just like you would see like behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that and then like to see a a show like that just slashed and having the creator come out and say like this was my like literal like high school dream right of writing and creating and producing and putting out a tv show and they just struck it from like it's never gonna air again like they're not gonna see they're not gonna see any money or residuals from it and like the company just wrote it off as for tax write-offs and it's like now that that media if it wasn't for pirates wouldn't exist anymore mm-hmm. yeah like, isn't that just crazy to think about that like there there are shows and i'm sure there's i mean <laughs> games too you sent me an article not too long ago about nintendo and literally this, the same thing about how like a lot of these games just wouldn't either the servers are down or like they existed at a time before servers and like Nintendo doesn't make them anymore. Or like these companies don't make these games. And you like, if you don't have a physical copy. Oh, the thing you, saying how many games are it. like missing in the world. Like the, total, yeah. yeah. It, like 84, 87% of games that have been created in the last, like since video games existed, don't exist as physical copies anymore. Like they're, yeah. well, they're, they don't exist in the fact like, that the company doesn't make them anymore. Like you, you have to get exactly. them at like garage sale or something, you know, like that's, yeah, that's crazy. Like, and Nintendo has the audacity to say that, you know, pirates are wrong for fucking porting and making an emulator for a game that came out 50 years ago, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like it's not like I, on one hand, I can see Nintendo's side of it. But on the other hand, like, it's true. It's like, this is art. It needs to be preserved. And I know that sounds stupid thinking like, <laughs> oh, like Super like new Super Mario Bros isn't art. It's just like a video game. But like, n- no, it's very much art. It's very much something that people, the creation of media, be it, you know, film, TV, video games, that alone is like all sorts of combinations of technical skills and talent and passion. And now to know that like they just don't exist or they aren't accessible anymore, like somebody like go through the credits of your favorite game and just like look at all the people involved in the development or like your you know favorite movie or tv show Mm -hmm. and just like those people aren't getting not even credited but like they're not not getting paid for it is one thing but like it not even existing and being available to the public is just scary it's terrifying it's like yeah imagine spending your whole life doing what you love right and like you've dreamt about this ever since you were a kid and then now you just it doesn't exist and nobody can appreciate it and you put all that work into it and, and it was for nothing yeah exactly yeah and it's like so bleak going back to like gabe newell said like i found the actual quote yeah he says like we think there's a fundamental misconception about piracy piracy is almost always a service problem and not a pricing problem if a pirate offers a product anywhere in the world 24 7 purchasable from the convenience of your personal computer and the legal provider says the product is region locked will come to your country three months after the u.s release and can only be purchased at a brick and mortar store then the pirate service is more valuable which is true and then he like when you think about it like that's why steam got so popular right because steam offered an easy way to get games and offered tons of other services for free right like getting reviews forums guides you know Mm -hmm. adding friends being able to connect to your friends game without having to add them like in-game and making their own like your own in-game account through like fucking ea games or whatever the fuck it was like yeah. it allowed a way for you to like it offered all these services that made it more beneficial so people said you know what fuck it we're done pirating games let's use steam because it's just easier mm-hmm. and i think uh, another example i guess is like steve jobs with like music people realize that yeah. you know oh my getting, god getting getting mp3 files yeah. was a pain in the ass so Steve Jobs came around with iTunes where you just, you know, download it right straight to your device. Boom, bang, done. Just pay 99 cents a song or whatever. And you're, you're, you're set. And people were willing to pay that dollar or whatever per song because yeah. it was just easier than fucking trying to find an MP3 file that wouldn't get a virus on your computer. 
It's the same with Spotify. Like you, you know, have access to pretty much like there's there are artists and who have taken their music off or just haven't put it on Spotify. But like on one hand, for the consumer, it's fucking awesome because you pay 10 bucks a month and you can access almost any album you've ever listened to your entire life and you can listen to it on repeat literally every single day if you wanted to. And it's like, that's fucking fantastic. But like on the negative side is like the artist receives barely any compensation for that. Yeah. Whereas, and I mean, the music industry was always kind of going down that route, but this is just like fast forwarded because like, like back in the old days, artists would get money through record sales. But then in like the early 2000s and 2010s, like going to see your favorite show live and like buying merch is where like ticket sales is where these people Mm -hmm. get their money from. Yeah. And they also make a lot less than what iTunes used to give them to. Oh, 100%. Like I'm, I'm like fairly sure certain that back when you could buy songs on iTunes, whatever, like for buck, whatever, the artist would mm-hmm. see like more than 50% of it of that money yeah. come to them. So, but yeah, well, it's sad to see Well, DVDs will be no more very soon. And I mean, and when, when you think about it, it's, it's, it's already going there. Right. Cause like you, yeah. like who the fuck has a DVD player or Blu-ray player still in their house? Like it's going out of style. Yeah. Uh, consoles don't have DVD players in them anymore. Like you can buy a fully digital PS five and a fully digital Xbox. I think now too, like it's, it's, going down that path and there's nothing we can do to stop it so like pcs haven't had d- disk drives oh no, yeah long, geez, right? yeah or like laptops even yeah like that's long gone those days of yeah remember when you could buy pc games on dvd <laughs> on cd i guess yeah I, bl- I mean i remember like when i was a huge fan of blizzard like i would buy the collector's edition of starcraft and diablo and like i still have them and like those were of course they were like collector like they came with art books and like mm-hmm. other memorabilia and stuff like that but like and i'm i know games still offer that but like a lot of their incentives are now like all online only and it's like through exclusivity that people are are like selling these but like again you don't get to keep it right so like one of our like i don't know about you but it's one of my favorite recent games like dead island 2 like there are skins for that game and it's like you don't even see your own player character and like if i wanted like a collector's edition i would have to like there is a collector's edition with like memorabilia but like why are like exclusive skins in a game that like is eventually going to be taken offline like why is that something i want to pay extra for you know what i mean yeah true it doesn't make any fucking sense like at least when i was paying like 300 dollars for like a diablo fucking collector's edition like it came with the game and like a mouse pad and like i said like an art book and a guide and like a bunch of other stuff and like it was worth having but now there's no point to these and it's like again if you look at how games like are live service and like you need to just pay to keep playing right like you need to just pay mm-hmm. 20 bucks for the newest season of like overwatch or whatever like it's just it's nuts that gaming in our lifetime has sh- like shifted from something that you could own and plug and play like you know putting a nintendo 64 cartridge in a game to like oh now i am basically paying nintendo to like play Nintendo 64 games on my switch that like, I don't actually own and they can just decide to take away whenever they want. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's a sad state. And the fact that like it never had to be like this. No, that's the thing. Well, but people are fucking sort of companies are greedy a little bit because I think there is a valid argument to be said that games don't fit on discs anymore. Like they physically don't fit. Yeah. So I think there is a a good argument for that, but there's genuinely no argument to make a single player game have to be live connected to a server at all times. Exactly. That's how they rob you of your game that you paid for. (laughs) Yeah. So like I'm fine with like discs going away for video games because like games are just getting so big now at this point, but like 
just don't fucking connect your goddamn single player story based game to a server like there's no point <laughs> besides the no, fuck exactly. us over and it like it sucks as somebody who loves video games right like i don't mind paying de- like developers especially studios that i love especially like indie studios knowing that like i'm at this point like it's not even like i'm putting food on their fucking table like it's not you know i'm giving more money to this guy who's fucking on vacation six months of the year and like he's on his yacht it's like no like for the price of a coffee i'm giving him a coffee like it's just wild Mm -hmm. well speaking of things there will be no more uh we can transition to another topic Looks like uh, Canadian news will no longer be a thing on the internet anymore. <laughs> yeah, so do you have, like, the full details of this? Yeah. Because uh, I keep seeing it, and I, I'm not sure. Yeah, so there was a- basically... Go ahead. I'll explain what it is. So basically, Canada's created this bill called Bill C-18, which is the Canada's Online News Act. So the Liberal government passed this bill. They basically they say that it's... Uh, a bill that introduces a new bargaining framework intended to support news businesses to secure fair compensation when their news content is made available by dominant digital news intermediaries and generates economic gain. So basically the bill allows news companies to charge people like Meta, Meta, Google, Twitter for posting their, uh, uh, their their news like on their, on their platform and benefiting from it money like monetary wise right yeah uh so the bill comes into effect has to come into effect minimum 180 days after june 22nd so it's already been it's it's, it's, yeah it's slowly coming into effect uh and basically both google and meta said not not that's not happening chief uh google still hasn't removed all canadian news you can still google canadian news and it'll pop up but it won't pop Mm -hmm. up eventually and Meta has already announced that it's gone as as of uh, yeah soon. It's like last week or last we- a week or so. Or something? August first, I think. Yeah, was when they said it would start, and that's when it happened. You can no longer. Yeah, get I remember Canadian seeing news. a post on Facebook saying like, "You might not see Canadian news." Uh, I think I took like a screenshot of it. Yeah, and I shared it in my family chat, but I can't find it so yeah so google has called the bill a link tax saying that it breaks the way the web and search engines have worked for more than 30 years so they're they're, they're mad with that yeah uh i'm trying to see and someone from meta had a public policy said that for many months we have been transparent about our concerns with the online news act it is based on the incorrect premise that meta benefits unfairly from news content shared on our platforms when the reverse is actually true so they're going ahead, putting the kibosh on Canadian news. No more CTV, no more CBC, no more global, no more fucking whatever. It's all gone. So, yeah, that's why news platforms are doing a huge push right now to, like, get people to download the app or, like, like bookmark the website because there's no way to even access their fucking websites on Google in a few weeks because it's yeah. not going to show up in your web search at all. So, yeah. See, that just that sounds heinous. Yeah. Like, remember when Google was like, everybody was like, oh my God, like the internet is fairly new to the public and like Google is just like the fucking cool guy. Everybody wanted to work there. Like they like they didn't run ads. I'm talking like the early, early 2000s. And then like, look at them now fucking saying, no, you want, you know, fair compensation for the news you're posting. Yeah. We're just not going to air your shit. And it's like, what kind of fucking censorship do we live in because of that? Yeah, and it's not like like this is. I um I actually don't know. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say, but it's funny that we haven't heard from the news people on this. Like all the articles I find is just Meta and Google bitching. We don't hear anything, mm-hmm. or at least I don't find anything just by looking up what like the news companies think about this. Obviously, I'm sure they think it's a plus, but like it's not like the bill forces these news companies to charge Meta and Google, right? So like, I want to know like. Are they charging? I'm assuming they're probably going to try and charge and see if it works or not. And obviously it's not working right now, so I don't know if they're just going to drop it. Uh, like what 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 are CTV and CBC and whatever charging as a like a rate for posting on 
Meta or Google. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I haven't seen any articles talking about that, so I'm. So I don't know. Like I'm willing. I'm. 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 Like part of like, me what wants is their side. Yeah. Like, part of me story? wants to take their side. Yeah. Like I want to take their side just because I know like Meta is a piece of shit. Like I know. Yeah. I have a feeling that Meta is just being p- p- petty in all this just because it's facebook but (laughs) yeah it's definitely like right now it seems like the canadian news is the lesser of two evils (laughs) yeah but like yeah now the big issue too now is like police like spoke people for the police have come out and said well what what's gonna happen to us right that's how we get important information Information out out. like safety things like that all goes out in the news so like people don't read the newspaper anymore people don't watch tv anymore no people watch get the news off their phone right so like yeah that's going away and the police said they're worried about like what what can happen right people don't get the information they need so mm-hmm. it's it's again it's like this scary this brings in all kinds of questions about censorship because in a way like omission like omission is a form of censorship is it not well like 100 percent is they're just removing it yeah they're straight up wiping yeah, 100%. it 100 percent. yeah but but because it's a business that like they have the you know like administrative right to do so and it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it seems like most radio stations are getting away with this because it's hard to like fit a definition of what a news like source is right like a news company so it yeah. seems like most radio stations from as far as I can tell are managing to get away with this so I, I've seen lots of like Facebook post saying, oh, you you can still check us out for top news in your area. We're not going anywhere, blah, 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 blah. So I'm assuming radio stations are fine still, as long as they're not like CBC, obviously, or CTV, I'm assuming. But like, yeah. you know, your local like rock station or pop station, whatever, that does the news in between songs. They're yeah, still, exactly. They're like, still, yeah. Seems like they're still okay. They don't fall under like the rules the legislation puts forth. So it seems like they're still okay. But yeah but for how long like yeah so the, the legislation states that news businesses are considered eligible as long as they fall under certain requirements including producing news content of public interest employing two or more journalists in canada so that's how most radio stations get away with it i guess because they don't have mm-hmm. journalists they're just repeating what the news gives them uh True. operating in canada and they follow the code of the journal of ethics board of canada blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so yeah maybe I don't know. It's it just the way they word the bill makes it seem like it's a fully optional thing for news things to do. But it seems at the same time like it's it's forcing them upon the yeah the, the the news agencies to actually force Meta and Google to pay. They say bargaining framework, but like this is so convoluted. Like yeah. how do, how do you even determine? It's wild. Google itself Between. recommends Canadians to visit their preferred news outlets websites directly or download their app and sign up for newsletters because you're not fucking getting it anymore <laughs> or bookmarking it. Yeah. Uh, supporters, of the, supporters of the bill say that it's a way to keep tech giants in check. Like, I, I kind of understand what the government was trying to do with this, but I also feel like it's not the right way to go about it at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think there's neither side is in the right here. I think it's like a bit of both sides kind of being a little bit assholes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that, so yeah, to cut into digital dominance and that journalists should be compensated for their work being used to help tech giants bring in more eyes and thus more ad revenue. Uh, yeah. So basically their whole argument is that like, we have already had 500 news companies close their doors across the country and they'll continue to close their doors unless we do something, blah, 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 blah. Which, I mean, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else, but yeah, it doesn't seem like anything else that's worth talking about. Mm-hmm. So I guess we will see what will happen, I guess, in the future. Oh, wow. Apparently, even satirical sites like the Beaverton are fucking getting squashed by Meta right now. Damn. That's funny. <laughs> they're not even news. What? They're like, a, they're a parody. Uh, yeah. yeah. None, of the, none of the shit they post is real. 
It's all just bits. That's funny that they're getting fucking kiboshed, too. Hmm. But yeah, I guess that's that. So, uh, we can talk do our last bit for the episode. <laughs> yeah. So last so week, last episode. Yeah. 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 You go. You go. You go. You <laughs> okay. go. Okay. <laughs> I was just say last week we were talking about um, how well we actually know each other, and I think it came up that like we were probably the ones who knew each other the most. So we decided to put a little game together and basically just asking each other questions for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I got a little bit of inspiration from those like, like dating games, I guess where like you write shit on a board. Like, like what sep- is Bubba's favorite chocolate bar? And then, but the issue is that guess. this is an audio pod. We'll not be writing anything down. And neither I, I wrote all of this down. <laughs> You wrote the fucking no, questions. <laughs> but yeah. And I guess we'll take turns answering the questions because we're not going to stream out the answer at the same time. Makes no sense. So we're going to start off with an easy one. Basic questions. Basic questions. What? When is my birthday, Isaiah? Oh, no. So yeah, I told Matt before the pod that I, I suck at birthdays. I don't even remember like my family's own birthdays. So uh, I know you're in November and yeah mm, first half second half s- second half yeah two 20 20 20 yeah 20 something 20 two 20 november 22 yeah 22nd <laughs> yes it is oh, november 22nd. Baby. what year uh just subtract seven off of mine so 93 94 93 Yes, 93. Hell yeah, brother. I didn't need to know the year by heart. I just had to do some math. Yours is April 19th. What year? 2000. Yeah, my my year's pretty easy to remember. The easiest one to remember. I'm oddly good with birthdays. Oh, I'm terrible with birthdays. I can't remember shit. I can't remember anyone's birthdays. How many brothers and sisters do I have? That's easy. One. How old is he? Uh, I know he's older, so I'm, I'm going to say 30. I'm 29, and my, you think my oh, older brother is 30? <laughs> Never mind. No, it's 32. <laughs> you think he's 32? He's five years older than me. 30. I think he's... 34. I think he's... And he's 35 because his birthday's in February. Uh, I mean, I have no idea how old your brother is, to be fair. <laughs> Like you know, I know he's you, younger. You know, you, you know. At least you know I have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about him. No, uh, I love. I love. He's two years younger. Oh, okay. I thought you had a bigger gap. No, two huh. years younger. Do you want to do this third one? Because I don't know what the fuck. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck yeah, to say. I, just remove that. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say like your special talent. Like, what is my special talent? Your special talent is being fucking annoying. That was the bit <laughs> I was gonna go with. <laughs> Your special talent star, is my being star fruity. Uh, what's your star sign? Fuck me, dude. I, I don't even. You're, I don't. I don't. You're an Aries, but that's because I'm an astrology bitch. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, you have the advantage of being fruity for this. <laughs> I don't. I genuinely don't know any of this shit. I don't. I don't even know okay, horoscopes. I, I don't see. know. Like, I didn't expect you to. Zodiac to signs. Yeah, I don't know any of that shit. Actually, I think I think um, I'm a dragon. Like zodiac signs. No. No. No, not even close. That's not even a thing. There's no dragon zodiacs. You're thinking of Chinese. Oh, no, Chinese zodiac. Yeah, that's you what I was thinking. You're the dragon. Yeah, yeah, you're the dragon okay. or something. Yeah. Okay. What, what, what am I in? Like the like astrology shit. I think I'm right on the cusp, though. Right, like I'm between right between Aries and Taurus. Like I'm on I'm on the day of swaps. Yeah. I think. So like, am I. Funny enough, I'm a Scorpio and Sagittarius. Do you act like on one? I okay. Okay, I we're not to going think, to this. Like, nope. oh, <laughs> I'm such a Scorpio, like through and through. Like if you mess with me, you get my stinger, bitch. But like every every time I like read something, I read both, and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely more of a Sagittarius. And I know that like it depends because you're big three, right? You have a, a sun sign, a moon sign, and a rising. Ah, oh, like, what the fuck are you even saying, is, dude? I know, I know. <laughs> D- don't even worry about it. It it's like it's based on your exact time of birth like where the stars aligned when you were born so like i was born at 7 sun, you know your exact date yeah 
I don't know my exact date, so I can't really pinpoint my rising sun. Aw, fake fan. We'll move on. (laughs) What is my greatest fear? I've talked about this before. So this is this isn't a matter of like you knowing me. This is a matter of you listening. I genuinely don't even know what the fuck your like fear is. It's not a physical manifestation. Oh, of course. Fuck me. It's gonna be on this fucking Oh, it's emotional. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean, it is, but like <laughs> being alone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know your greatest fear. I don't. Oh wait, open water, big water, <laughs> big water, I big farmer. I guess if that was like, yeah, that'd probably be the closest thing to a phobia I have. Yeah. Yeah. Is open water for sure? What's my favorite movie? Now I have three answers because I refuse to pick one, but you have more choices then. Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill, I would have also accepted Clueless or Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, I've genuinely never even heard those words come out of your mouth in my life. What, Clueless or Howl's Moving Castle? Both. You never mentioned those to me in my life. Whenever I talk about my favorite movie, I always say I have three because I cannot decide. One is like my favorite movie as a personality, and that's Kill Bill. My favorite movie as like as relaxing is Howl's Moving Castle and then my favorite oh. movie as like a queer person is Clueless Christ is the those, f- are, those are the three faucets of my personality is those three movies it's the fucking pretentious anime movie studio <laughs> Howl's yeah, exactly. Moving Castle yes, dude. yeah it's a, oh, <laughs> yeah. we have to watch it I can't believe you haven't seen it your favorite movie is one of one of my favorite movies but not like my top three it's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World hell yeah brother Easy. This one is a meme. This next question. What's your favorite Netflix series? Yeah. Can we do a TV show after? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's... I this I don't know yours, but this is a bit. You know what I was gonna say? What? Z Nation. It's not on Netflix anymore, actually. So. <laughs> wow. Well, actually, it's not on Netflix anymore. But yeah, it's my favorite TV show ever. Is it actually? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Actually, so you it, lied it, to me. You lied to me when I said like this is your favorite show because you would always no, like, it's hard. Always play I, it off. It's hard because I have like a top three, probably like your movies, right? Where it'd be hard to decide between them. Yeah. But yeah, Donation's definitely up there. Um, uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I would throw like probably Breaking Bad up there too as like top three best yeah. show ever because it's amazing. Um. Yeah, it's, I have so many like options. Like, like I, f- I feel like that are all so close that it's hard to even like nail a top three. Yeah. But my favorite Netflix series, though, uh, probably Borderland. No, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> probably, I'm thinking just like originals right now, or like things that are belong to Netflix. Uh, I would probably say Ozark. Ozark's probably my favorite. Netflix series ever. Um, I don't think I have a favorite TV show or Netflix series. Alright, Slapper. I mean, like, yeah, that's a recent fave, but I don't have like a I mean I did watch it eight times, so I think <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like literally I've seen the first you haven't season of Art Slapper eight times. Any other show more than once. <laughs> but yeah, that at least a favorite I mean, TV Steven show. Steven Universe. Steven Universe or Adventure Time, but those are like animation that I love. This little TV show. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't value TV as much. I'd rather sit and watch a movie that I like or like binge YouTube than go back and watch a TV show. Unless it's Heartstopper. <laughs> See, yeah, you, you, you have to rewatch your favorite things. I don't. So that's like the difference right there. Yeah. I've only ever. Oh, that that, that question comes up. The only show is Z Nation. The only show that I've watched like 10 times is Z Nation. That's so funny. And that's because I've watched it like a different friend each time. I could have, ne- I could never sit through it like alone kind of thing. What's my favorite food? This is easy. So don't shut up about it. You're fucking child. <laughs> Sushi. Yeah. You were, this, you were this close to saying English muffin pizzas. I <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say for the bit. Or fucking chicken tendies and fries. I don't like chicken tendies. 
I do like a buffalo chicken sandwich. <laughs> I would have accepted that. You you know Matt's fucking taste buds are so basic when he hates even chicken tendies. No, because I just yeah, like my favorite food is sushi, and people who are like picky eaters are like, meh, I hate sushi. I, I actually hate, hate sushi. But See? I wouldn't say I'm a picky eater, though. Oh, your favorite food is um, Alfredo. Fucking pasta. <laughs> I wouldn't say that is my favorite. It's What's your favorite food, then? I don't think I have one, to be honest. But yeah, I guess that's the first thing that comes to mind is that. So I guess that may be it. But yeah, I can't say if that would be my, like, that's my all-time favorite or not. But yeah. I also added this one as a bit because... <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite genre of music i know you don't listen to music oh so man I would, say, I would say like dad rock or something ew no when Weezer. i was when i was 12 i had the dubstep phase like every other white kid true uh but, but like since then you don't listen to dubstep now no does anybody because <laughs> i like i don't i, I had a dubstep is still phase around too. no i know but like do people actively listen to his music uh I don't think so. I think this, the, the, the dubstep phase is uh, long gone to this point. I don't know this one about you. And I don't I don't even think I know this one about me. What's your favorite animal? You, I would guess you didn't even like get an, your an fucking axolotl? music, dum-dum. Oh, I, I talk about my favorite genre all the time. Indie. I mean, yeah, sad women. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> my, genre, my favorite genre of music is just sad women music. All right, so... I'm just sorry. I was looking into my like dubstep artists that I used to listen to when I was 12 years old, and they're all still touring. So obviously it's all festivals. So yeah, not like selling out stadiums, so, but they are still touring. So, so no, nobody listens to them. <laughs> this guy that I listened to, yeah, he's not making music anymore. His last song was 2018. So <laughs> yeah, so let's just. Oh no, never mind. He had an album that just came out this year. He just took like a five year break, I guess, but. Anyways, yeah, I don't think it's still a thing. Or I think they all pivoted, actually. I think most of these albums seem to be more like dance or electronic or EDM or something now. Yeah. Remember when that was a thing when people were super pretentious about like what was dubstep or like sidestep or oh my God. garage step yeah. and all that fucking shit? Like, that's, that's that 300 beats per minute. That means it's fucking EDM. <laughs> and like, yeah, the, the argument of like what is techno and what is house and what is <laughs> yeah. like uh, electronic like that just set music and like pretentious people back like 50 fucking years I swear to god yeah that was that was a fucking time huh painful yeah your your music is indie that's for sure um yeah yeah favorite animal now what's our favorite animal uh no for me it's not an axolotl you fucking loser. Come oh, on, man. Dude. Guess again. Do I know it? Well, you know the animal. You know about the animal. <laughs> I'm not sure if I told you it before, but... Is it an amphibian of some sort? No. We're playing 20 questions, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this. Uh... Uh, I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you a hint here that doesn't. Our uh, our distant cousin. (laughs) Is it some sort of monkey? Yeah, just monkeys. I I can't narrow it down. Probably chimpanzee. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Like Mason, longtime listener, shout out. Hey Mason, he will not fucking stop. He loves monkeys, and he won't stop sending me like. Anytime I send him. A meme, he'll like send a monkey reaction gift, and I just like he, I hate it so much. Is he a it's so fucking old annoying. Lady? Sorry, Mason, you're listening. <laughs> it's funny, but like it's, it's like just a... I, it's just I don't know. Monkeys fucking freak me out. I used to watch like Why, TikToks is it, like, of like Uncanny Valley going on. Yeah, no, this guy like it was a common thing of like these people who owned monkeys and they would put them in diapers and then they would just like film them opening packages and like the monkey would like you know tear open the box and start playing with whatever was inside and i just i i want to kill it i want to hit it like i want to hurt it i want to hurt the monkeys it's like 
my like my fight or flight instinct is like kill. I don't know. I don't like monkeys. Come on, man. How can I you hate them? How can you hate just, like, on a? They make me mad. Baby, like a like a spider monkey. How can you hate on Fucking that? Fucking easily. I want to crush its head. Like <laughs> that was the cutest thing on earth, man. No, no, not cute. <laughs> not cute at all. Come on, man. You're hating on the monkeys. <laughs> I added this question as a bit too. I'm Team Mason on the monkey, the of monkey course. war. You, I need to guess your animal though. Cat. I don't fucking. Are you sure. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking. Like I don't really have one. I don't. I don't know. <gasps> Hello. What's your favorite possession? Next question. What's your Demonic. favorite possession? That was that was the bit. You fucking Demonic idiot. Possession. We all know it's TikTok. You brain rotted. <laughs> Brain rotted bastard. <laughs> what what what, uh, what would you say is your favorite possession though? I don't know. I don't know. For me, it I've, okay. it'd probably be uh, the Batman Arkham Asylum. File. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. No, not at all. When uh, probably I, like, when I moved out. Go ahead. I was just say my 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 bug collection. I'm a weirdo like that. My creep. my fucking bug collection. <laughs> no, but like when I moved out and moved back home, I just kind of like lost a sense of like I hate having stuff, and I just like hate. I don't know. It's just all junky to me. Like you know. You kept all your comics though. Batman. Yeah, comics. but yeah. Is that is that but your I, most prized possession? No, I don't really have like a prized possession. I just I don't care. You just don't possessions. Care. <laughs> well, no, like I like having possessions, but like I don't know. I don't have like a favorite. I don't covet what I own like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, next question. Uh, what kind of pet have I always wanted? Oh. Fuck, I don't know. Me as your pet. All right, next question. <laughs> What's your worst habit? This is also a bit. Being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree with that. What's my worst habit? Oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> Probably the that you do that pisses me the most off because I know it's so un 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 inauthentic that's the word i'm looking for is the fucking fake uh, wait, ass goddamn yeah. <laughs> customer service voice you do every time you talk to a customer it's like the walmart <laughs> brain rot came into you i mean <laughs> no it's dealing with the public you don't get to know the real me <laughs> no but i just i everyone i know does that because like their normal personality is not something that like is attractive in a customer service setting, but like you're completely fine if you act yourself. I feel like as long as you don't say that you don't talk about the Toys R Us incident. But (laughs) well, legally I'm not allowed to. So, uh, all right. Well, last one. Why does that? Okay. What? No, I just. Why does I? Why does it bother you so much? I don't understand. Because it's so fake, man. And I just hate when people are fake. Shit. You can just see right, right because I'm it. like typically I'm like usually so like authentic and quirky. So you just <laughs> see I'm anything but because you know it's like it's muzzling and stifling my creativity. All right, shut up, <laughs> bros. Role playing Greta Gerwig. Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> you don't know how mad that fucking thing made me. <laughs> Anyways, last one I threw in favorite color. Go. The orange. Nope. <laughs> Yellow? Nope. Brown? Nope. Blue? Yeah. I clearly don't know. Blue and red are competing. Really? For you, black, orange. No. No. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. We're not getting in the shades here, okay? I'm, I'm a straight guy, okay? We don't ask me shades. It's all orange My to me. My favorite color is, is green, but like black, and or- like black and orange is a combo <laughs> is a close second, if not like... Green was going to be my third guess, so yeah. I, I nailed all three right off the bat there. So, <laughs> okay, we're almost done. We'll do this next section because it's kind of like a speed round. We can pretty much do them. Um, at, uh, we can probably do them at the same time. 
Yeah. Like we'll okay. shut our answer at the same time. Tea or coffee? Yeah. Three, two, one. Two, one. Neither. <laughs> I don't drink either. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Chocolate uh, or ice cream? Right. That's a, a stupid question. Chocolate or vanilla? How about yeah, it? chocolate or vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All Three, right. two, one. Chocolate. Chocolate. Hell yeah, brother. Wait, are we guessing for ourselves or each other? Uh, I guess for this section, we just want a twin. We want to be twinsies. Okay. Because it's going to well, show how cool friends we are because we have the same <laughs> interests. <laughs> Day or night? One, two, three. Night. Night. Really? I figured you was a day guy. Um, like neither. Like whenever people say like, "Are you an early bird or like a night owl?" I just don't associate with either. Like, no, I don't want to stay up till three a.m. But at the same time, I also don't like waking don't up, at wake up at five a.m. Like four a.m. Yeah, I'm also fine waking up at five a.m. Especially compared to like other people, and I know that take like five alarms to get out of bed. Me, I'm out of bed like instantly at five a.m. I don't, I hate it, but like I'm, oh, I'm still too. good to go. That's the, yeah, but that's okay. Are you only a day person because that's what's required of you? Because, like, that was 100% me. Oh. Like, when I was working full-time and going to school, I would, like, you know, get up and, like, have to get up at, like, 5 a.m. for school or start work at 6.30. So, like, I would be up early. But, like, I would much rather stay, like, stay up all night and sleep in. I can be a day person, but I preferably would be a night person. Uh... I don't know. I still feel like it's neither for me, really. Like, I don't, I don't see myself as either or. Either way. Yeah. You're a noon person. (laughs) Midday, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Going out or staying in? Three, two, one. Staying in. Staying in. Hell yeah, brother. Summer or winter? Three, two, one. Spring. Winter. Fall. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to go for the bit, too. I was waiting for you to say fall, you... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to play the game properly <laughs> for once. I was expecting you to say fall, man. That's why I went. That's why I went spring. <laughs> yeah. Save save Jesus help. <laughs> Savory or sweet? Can we change that one for salty? Salty or sweet? Because that's usually the one that people like comparing more. Yeah, sure. Salty or sweet? Three, two, one. Salty. Sweet. Ah, uh, salty. I said salty. Uh, I like see, chips more really than hard. Sh- yeah, like because sweets. it really depends on my mood. I can't really but do sweets too often. Sweets. Well, it depends on what you consider sweet, right? Like if it's pastries and stuff like that, that I love. But like chocolate and candy, I can't eat that much of before I feel like throwing yeah. up. <laughs> but like pie, pastries, anything like that, hell yeah, brother. Way better than salty. But those are sweets. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess I just so interpreted sweet, it as then. candy. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know who you are. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know myself. <laughs> pizza or burgers? Three, two, one. Pizza. Pizza. One hundred percent. Why? Why? Why did I even what? like? My brain was lagging. I was like, I wonder what Matt's gonna answer for this question. Like, I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like, Matt doesn't eat that fucking ten times a week. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's True. always eating pizza. I can oh like I could always eat sushi and I could always eat pizza. Movies or music? Three, two, one. Movies. Because I listen to music. Yeah, you don't listen to music. I can't decide. I'm gonna say music. Side girl vibes or <laughs> cool movies. Because like, and I'm only saying music because I can listen to music while doing something else. True. <laughs> but it's easier to do. <laughs> movies require attention and i don't have that yeah. mountains or beach three two one mountains, mountains uh, yeah. skip the next one we already did that fucking yeah and i same with this one. Oh yeah do you like reading books or watching movies more we're not gonna answer that one or- we fucking matt's gonna do movies i'm gonna say books <laughs> <laughs> matt doesn't do read you like books. dogs or cats more three two one dogs cats. Of course. We already did the next one. Why you put so many repeats in this fucking list, dude? Come on. Because I got it from a list and like it was a different section. You can't say that, man. You can't admit that we stole from the internet. (laughs) Do you like traveling to new places or returning to familiar ones? Three, two, one. New places. Yeah, I agree. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Time alone or with others? We also did this one. Did we? No, we didn't. Not really. Yeah, do you like going out or staying in? Staying in with others. 
or staying alone. For me, it's definitely alone. <laughs> I like others. You like others. Um, you like trying new things funny. or sticking I, with I the added, familiar? Yeah. I added this one for the bit. <laughs> for the autism bit I'm, here going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, because I, 100%, and I would have accepted this as like, what's my greatest fear of like fucking change. I hate change. Hell so, yeah, like, brother. Trying new things or sticking with the familiar? Sticking with the familiar. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> All right. And the last one we'll do for tonight. We already did that one, sort of. Yeah. We already did it. So, so never mind. We're done. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. No, but, okay. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Well, that was disappointing. So now we know each other a little bit better. Kind of, sort of, maybe, possibly, kind of. I Not feel like really. I already knew you that much. <laughs> yeah. I already knew that. I already knew all that. Minus the you. monkey already... reveal that Mason will appreciate. Yeah. Hello. You can send me monkey gifs like it's a fucking forty-year-old. Don't you fucking dare! Facebook I do group comment section cross contamination of my friends, <laughs> especially ethically sourced from this podcast. Friend you group A does not mingle with friend group B. Mason, I know you're listening. Do not fucking talk to Isaiah. And Isaiah, <laughs> I do not even need to say it. No, I'm kidding. I love my friends. I would. I mean, the only reason why. Mason doesn't hang out with us is because he lives far away, bro. Otherwise, I would. Why do you live so far away, Mason? In my friend group, because <laughs> we met when I moved away. Yeah, and now he stays over there. Be funny if he didn't even listen to this episode. <laughs> he Anyways. skips this one. The whole episode we talk about on the most. Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe one day he'll come back on the pod where I'll be there because he was only there to replace me one week. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, I was talking to him about um, starting a show, uh, starting another pod about like reviewing a show. Oh, or at least I was going to. God. So Mason, if I haven't actually brought that up yet, <laughs> let me know because I was totally going to. Who the fuck's gonna edit it, huh? Who the hell is gonna edit it? Oh yeah, true. Matt doesn't know how to he edit. Can. Shit. <laughs> I know how. I just hate it. <laughs> it takes like ten minutes of your time. I know. Because we don't even put that much effort into like edit. Yeah, but. I could even like I was thinking I was like I could easily make a format of whatever show I plan to watch just do a little review ahead of time and then I could be like a, a host and have like certain questions to ask anyway that's a lot of work thanks for tuning in to this episode um, the, what, the, if, the episode of the podcast with no uh, preparation <laughs> yeah the laid back and relaxed podcast uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll see you next week for episode 95. Make sure to follow us on social media, and we'll uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.